What's up, everybody? Josh Colley here. Welcome back to the NFL New Zealand podcast. And today, we're starting with the NFC season, Alex, today, starting with the NFC East. So we're going to go with the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and Washington football team. So I'm going to go in order of record. So I'm going to go from worst record to the best from last year's standings. So obviously, we'll start with the Eagles. So let's get into it. So this is the fifth division I'm doing with three more to go after this. So we're making our way through all these division season outlooks. So they're pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to finishing these out and they're fun to make. So let's get into it. So we had the Philadelphia Eagles who obviously decided to get rid of Carson Wentz and go with Jalen Hurts. So that was a big franchise move and a big decision at that. Um, is it the right decision? I don't know yet. It's going to see, we're going to have to see um, how Wentz pans out and how Hurts um, pans out. But in my opinion, as of now, I think it's the right decision for both franchises or for both Wentz and the Eagles because the Eagles go with Hurts and obviously it wasn't working with Wentz. And the Colts get Wentz and Wentz gets a fresh new start. So I think that's good. So they lost to Sean Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey, two veteran receivers, nothing too big, but it's just moving, um, making way for the next generation of receivers. And they also lost Corey Clement, their running mate, not too big of a loss. And they lost Jason Peters, their left tackle, who's a veteran player. And they also lost Jalen Mills to the Patriots. So a couple of decent losses there, nothing too major. Um, all replaceable players there, so that's um, all good there. They re-signed Jason Kelsey and Brandon Graham, two very good to probably two of the best players on the Eagles, and they've been very solid for them over the last, probably, I don't know if they've been there, that, the Eagles for the last decade. Something like that, at least five years. They've been very solid, so that's going to resign for them. I think Jason Kelsey, they both got brought back on one-year deals, I believe. And they gained, they got Jordan Howard back after he got cut by the Dolphins, I believe, and he used to be on the Eagles. They drafted him, I'm pretty sure. They signed Anthony Harris to safety from the um, Vikings. That's a very good pickup, very good um, replacement of Malcolm Jenkins off he left. So that's good. He's a ball hawk. He's going to be very good for them. Excited to see what he does in Philly. They got Kerryon Johnson, um, a running back for the Lions, who obviously didn't pan out they, as the Lions were hoping. They um, have a man in DeAndre Swift, who's thinks they're the, um, the next running back for them. And they also signed a rival division rival in Ryan Kerrigan's. That's a bit of a weird bit of a weird um, thing to see him in an Eagles uniform cut this upcoming season, but that's all good. And then during the draft, they got Devontae Smith, so they traded up over the Giants. I'm pretty sure the division rolls and took Devontae Smith. Good pick for them. He's very good, very good at getting separation, separation and his routes. He's going to be a very good, um, very good option from day one for Jalen Hurts. And they also got their center, Landon Dickerson from Alabama, I believe he had some injury concerns and that's the only thing holding him back from being great. Apparently, I've heard from the rumours. And I also got a um, late round running back in Kenneth Gainwell. I've heard a lot of good stuff about this guy and I'm excited to see what he can do. So yeah, let's have a look at their depth chart. So obviously, they have Jalen Hurts as QB1, although the Eagles, I don't believe, have named a starting QB for this upcoming season. They also have Joe Flacco, the veteran, and they sign former 49ers quarterback McMullins. Um, I love Mullins. He played very good when he was the starting QB for a, a bit of that stretch in 20, what, 2019, I believe. Um, so he filled in for Jimmy G pretty good, I believe, or something like that. So sad to see him go, but on a new team. They had Miles Sanders at running back one, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gamewell, and Kerry on Johnson. Not a bad running back group there. Um, obviously, Sanders is the running back one with Boston Scott, Kerry on Johnson, and Kenneth Gamewell all fighting for carries this upcoming season. 
wide receiver, they have Devontae Smith, Jalen Rieger, Travis Fulgham, and Greg Ward, and JJ Arcega, Whiteside. So some very good, young, and promising receivers there. Um, obviously, lost the veteran presence in Regal, uh, not Regal, um, Jeffrey and Sean Jackson. And obviously, I hope that Devontae Smith can pan out um, in his rookie season. At tight end, they have Dallas Goto and for now, Zach Ertz, but I believe he will be gone by the um, week one. So that makes Goto the, Goto the um, tight end one. I believe he'll improve and keep improving getting better, and he'll solidify himself as. One of the best young tight ends in the game. Then look at let's look at this um, tackle or this O line. They have Andre Dillard and Lane Johnson. Obviously, with Dillard, the young and upcoming um, tackle, they let go of Jason Peters and went for the younger option, which is pretty smart because um, Peters was coming up to his tail end of his career. And the inside, they have Isaac Simulu, Jason Kelsey, Senior, Brandon Brooks, a right guard. And also the Australian, not New Zealander, but Australian, Jordan Mailata. I think he started last year at left tackle for them, which is also just very good. So I could see them putting Dillard at guard and putting Mailata at tackle or vice versa. Who knows? But that's a very good O-line. This offense has a lot of young pieces to it. Um, it has a lot of potential. It just depends on how Hurts plays and how they gel. Obviously, there'll be a little bit of a mental mistakes with Hurts and Sanders and Smith and Regan, all that. But I believe that they'll continue to grow as a group and get better. That O-line is looking very good as well. So this offense can't has a lot of potential. Their roof is up there. And obviously, they could do very bad if they don't gel to you. We'll see how it goes. On the defense, they run a 4-3. So they have Brandon Graham, Ryan Kerrigan, and Derek Barnett in a rotational defensive end um, group. Defensive tackle, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. Not um, a bit of veteran presence in there. All of them are pretty old, no youngsters in there. Linebackers, they have Alex Singleton, Eric Wilson, and Sean Bradley. Nothing too special there, just um, an average linebacking group. They might have to look at getting a premier linebacker in next year's draft in the first round. Um, and then at cornerback, they have Avante Maddox, Darius Slay. Nothing too special in the um, cornerback group. Darius Slay is getting to the tail end of his career as well, but he's still a solid option. At safety, they have Rodney McLeod and obviously the new man, Anthony Harris. This defense is looking um, very old. No very young players in that defense, I don't believe. Um, that has a lot of potential, so they'll have to revamp their defense in the coming years. So a bit of a um, mixed bag with this team. They have a young, very young offense and a very um, old or veteran defense. So this team... I believe that this this I reckon this division is probably the hardest to predict just because of last season and it was I think the Washington football team had seven wins and or eight wins and they were the division winner. So um that's a bit of a um hard one to predict. But if I had to predict the Eagles record, I'm gonna go with about six to eight wins. I don't think they're gonna go above nine wins. I honestly don't see them doing anything special this season, just developing chemistry with the offense and you know, Hurts improving, but I do see them winning about six to eight games. So I'm going to say about six and 11, nothing too special there. Eagles fans have hope for the future with Hurts, and hopefully you can fix your defense in the up, uh, well, not fix your defense, just add young players to that defense in um, next free agency and the draft. So yeah, Eagles fans, hope you enjoy that season outlook and definitely look forward to the future with Jalen Hurts and that offense. And that defense will continue to prove over the years as well. So the next team we have up is the Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys had a big move um, 
what a big decision to make in whether to keep and pay Dak Prescott. And they did that by re-signing him. I think they were going to do the franchise tag, but they ended up signing him on a four-year deal. So this Dallas Cowboys team is looking very good. They lost Jadobia Wuze to the Bengals, I believe, and Sean Lee to the um to retirement. So not too big of a loss there. A Wuze, um obviously they have Trayvon Diggs, the um cornerback Stephon Diggs' brother, who's um developing, and obviously a Wuze was getting a bit um on the older side, and they went with the young man. Um, they re-signed Jordan Lewis as well. Um, that's a good signing resignment. They gained Demonte Casey and Keanu Neal. I think they're both safeties. Keanu Neal with the potential to play linebacker. So that's um, two good pickups from the. I think they're both from the Falcons, I believe. So that's good there. And they draft. They went with Michael Parsons, another linebacker. They already had Jalen Smith. They had Sean Lee retired. He's gone. And they have Leighton Van Esch. Although there's some trade rumors about Leighton Van Esch maybe potentially being traded. Um, obviously, he's not panning out as well. Although he's a very good player at that. So they also got Calvin Joseph, the cornerback um, out of Kentucky, I believe. So let's look at this depth charts. They have Dak Prescott, obviously, at QB. Nothing um, pretty good there. Pretty good QB um, room. They have Garrett Gilbert as well and Ben Tanucci. Not bad. Running back, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard backing him up. Pollard is a solid option if Elliott gets injured or can't play for some reason. But obviously, that QB RE duo is very good. Wide receiver-wise, they have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and CD Lamb. That's a very good trio right there. Obviously, with... Cooper probably the best in that group, but Lamb very close to surpassing him, and he'll be very good for the next probably five, ten years if he stays with Dallas. Tight end Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz. I believe that it has Jarwin as tight end one here, but I believe that Dalton Schultz will be the um, number one tight end for the foreseeable future. Um, at the O line, they have Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith at tackle. Connor Williams and Zach Martin at guard. It's a good pickup in Zach Martin at guard they took from the Texans, I believe, and Tyler Beardars at center. So obviously they lost, or who was it? It was Travis Frederick, I believe. He was the center for them, I believe, or something. He retired, I believe, because of some neck injury or something like that. Let me search that up. Oh, was it Travis Williams? Oh, I have no idea what his name is. Um, who was it? No, I don't can't remember his name, but he was a very solid option. He had to retire, obviously, because of injuries. I'm pretty sure. Let's get so our offense is looking very good with Zeke, Dak, Lamb, Gallup, Cooper, all young. Schultz as well, and they have pieces on the O line like Connor Williams and Lyle Collins, who are young as well. So that's good. Good, um, good options you know, on um, receiving-wise and running-wise. Um, this offense can be very good. It's just how this defense is going to stack up against those very good offenses in the NFC. So um, they run a 4-3. So we have Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence um, on the DNs. Lawrence is an absolute monster, very good player. On the D-tackle, they have Tristan Hill and Neville Gallimore. Nothing too special there. And then on the linebacker group, they have Jalen Smith, Mike Parsons, Leighton Van Esch with Keanu Neal. I believe they have him as a linebacker here um, behind Leighton Van Esch as a weak side linebacker. So that's what, uh, they might that's might be the plan for them. So that's good there. So that's four good options at linebacker. And then at cornerback, you have Anthony Brown, Trayvon Diggs, Jordan Lewis, and Calvin Joseph. Very good cornerback group there with Diggs going to be the cornerback one next season probably. 
They have Devon Hay Casey and Donovan Wilson at um, safety. So not very good offense there. Very good pieces. Obviously, have Lawrence on the D-line. He's probably the best player there. Nobody uh, special. Linebacking group, very good. Secondary, very good as well. Hope this defense can hold up and stop these offenses so the offense can um, carry them and win their games. Obviously, if defense can't perform like last season, they won't be able to win. Um, I think there was a game last season where they should have won and lost the Falcons just because their defense was um, couldn't stop the um, Falcons and their offense was absolutely exploding. I think they scored 45, but the Falcons scored like 48. So, um, you know, defense does win a lot of games and probably championships, um, you know, the saying there. So, obviously, this team is looking very special, looking like a lot of talent, and I'm excited to see what Dallas can do. Um, I'm probably going to say... 9 to 12 wins in that range. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 10. Um, obviously, with the potential to go higher, with probably 12, 13. I'm going to go 10, 7 right here. Um, nothing too special. I have them third and second in the division. I don't have them winning division, unfortunately. So, um, I could be proved wrong, but who knows. Dallas, look forward to your season. You're going to have a very good season upcoming, and the future is bright with those young stars and Lamb, Zeke, and Dak and all those players. So, you know, look forward to it and look forward to Mike Parsons in his first, um, in his, in his rookie season. So, yeah. Now, the next team we have is the New York Giants. So, all these teams in the NFCs have had brilliant offseason and it's going to be very competitive in this division and I'm looking forward to seeing this division play. But, you know, from what I've seen and I've been um, looking at all the offseasons, they've all had very good offseasons and... I won't be surprised if this division is very tight throughout the whole season. So the Giants, so they lost Golden Tate, veteran wide receiver. Obviously, they brought in a lot of receivers like Kenny Galladay and John Walsh. Get that in a minute. They lost Golden Tate. Nothing too big there. He was just a veteran filling a hole for a couple, for a year or two. They lost Kevin Zyler, the guard. Obviously, he was getting a bit on the older side, I believe. He might be like 28, 29. He went to the Ravens, I believe. So that's a new home for him. That's all good. Kyle Fackrell, the linebacker left the Packers or Char- no, the Chargers, I believe. And he was a decent piece. And Dalvin Thompson, the promising young defensive tackle, went to the Vikings. So that's a bit of a blow. But they have Leon Williams, who they re-signed on the franchise tag, which is a very good signing for them. Retain him. And in the big signing of the offseason, they got Kenny Galladay, um, the premier wide receiver from the, formerly from the Deep Joint Lions. So that's a good pickup. And they also got the injury-prone receiver, from the Bengals, John Ross, who hopefully can get a fresh start and um, reach his potential, who people thought he could when he broke the combine um, record for 40-yard dash. And they got Adore Jackson from the Titans. I did not expect Adore Jackson to leave the Titans at all. I thought he was going to be there for most of his career. But obviously, things didn't pan out, and he's left to the Giants. That's a good pick up for them, adding to her already stacked second year with Bradbury and um, Jabril Peppers, I believe. Kyle Rudolph, they added a tight end um, beside Evan Ingram. That's a good pick up there. And they also got Corey Clement from the Eagles, another division rival at running back. So let's look at this. Um, let's look at this depth chart. So we have Daniel Jones um, at QB1, Mike Glenn backing him up. I talked about um, Daniel Jones on my TikTok and Instagram account. Josh Colley talks NFL. Go follow that. Obviously, if Daniel Jones can't put together a season, there's going to be a lot of um, people talking and if he should be the QB1 going forward for the New York football giants. So obviously, Daniel Jones has a lot of potential, but um, he just needs to reach that and, you know, put it on show. So, 
Yeah, and that running back, they have Saquon Barkley returning from injury. I'm excited to see how he comes back, if he um, is back to his normal self or has, he is a bit limited in the first couple of weeks and then goes. But I believe he'll explode, and I, I'm pretty sure also um, in my way too early um, NFL award winners predictions, I put him as offensive player of the year, I believe, and I still believe in that. I think he's going to absolutely pop off after a couple of weeks, and I'm looking forward to seeing him um, donning the blue this season. They also have Devontae Booker from the Broncos. I think that was a pickup in free agency and Quick Clement, obviously. Good running back there, um, group there. And then at receiver, which is very stacked, they have Kenny Galladay. Oh, I didn't talk about the draft for the Giants. Hold on, let me go back a bit. So they got Aziz Ojolari. He was predicted to go in their second round pick at 51, I believe. But they took him at 11. Um, so obviously that was a bit of a surprise. Um, they took him that early, but obviously they think he's the guy there, so that's all good. And I believe they traded up to get Kadarius Tony there, wide receiver out of Florida, I believe. So that's a very good draft for them. Now let's get to the receivers. Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Sterling Shepard, John Ross, and Darius Slayton. Obviously, this is a very big upgrade. They added one, two, three new receivers in Galladay, Ross, and Tony. And they already had Slayton and Shepard. So that's five very good and above average receivers. So that's very good options for Daniel Jones. You know, the front office of um, New York has put all their weapons in place for Daniel Jones to succeed. Now he just needs to put it on the table and, you know, show what he's made of. At tight end, they have Evan Ingram and Cole Rudolph, another pickup with Rudolph. And they also have Caden Smith and Levine Toilolo. Shout out to the former 49ers. I like them. And I believe that they'll be um, a bit of a key piece with this offensive blocking and stuff. Tackle-wise, they have Matt Pruitt and... Nate Solder, a bit of a veteran presence there, nothing too special. Zach Fulton they picked up, and they have Shane Lumix, if that's how you say it, and Nick Gates. Um, and they have Will Hernandez, who will probably be starting guard instead of Lumix. So that's, and Andrew Thomas as well, he was a backup for some reason. So that's a very good young um, O-line. They have Will Hernandez and Andrew Thomas, the young guns there with Solder and Fulton being the veterans. So, you know, it's a bit of a, um, probably an average to above average O-line there. So we'll see how they go this season. Offense, a lot of pieces there. It all comes down to Daniel Jones, how he plays. Barkley can only carry them so far before he probably gets injured. You don't want to overload him this season, especially coming off an ACL injury. So Daniel Jones will have to show what he's made of and prove that he deserves a QB1 spot for the Giants. Defense-wise, they have a, they run a 3-4, so they have Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence, a D-tackle with Danny Shelton at nose-tackle. Very good D-line there. Leonard Williams and Lawrence are two young, promising players, although Leonard Williams is in probably about 26. Lawrence is on the younger side. Um, then at linebacker, we have Aziz Ojolari, the new man, Blake Martinez, Reggie Ragnar, and Lorenzo Carter, and Oshan Zamanez. No idea to say that name. That's a very good linebacker group there with the Tackling machine and Blake Martinez and Aziz Ojolari, the pass rushing linebacker. Hopefully, he can have an impact like TJ Watt or something. Then at cornerback, they have James Bradbury and Dory Jackson. That's a very good um, cornerback group there. And they have Jabril Peppers, Logan Ryan, um, Xavier McKinney, and Julian Love there with the option, I think, for Julian Love to play cornerback as well and Logan Ryan to play as well. Most of those guys can switch out from safety and cornerback, vice versa. Very stacked cornerback group there and you know this is a very good defense the linebackers are looking very good secondary is looking excellent defensive line looking very solid so i think this defense can hold up 
and we'll just have to see. So I truly believe that this team has all the talent um, in the world to succeed and make the playoffs this season. I truly believe that if they can put it all together, it just all comes down to Daniel Jones and how he plays. I believe that it's all going to fall on how he plays, and if they don't, if he hasn't played par, they're going to probably bench him and maybe look to another option, maybe drafting a QB again in the next offseason or signing one. So, you know, I'm ready for Daniel Jones. I really hope he can put it together and be the, become the future QB1 for the Giants. And, you know, I'm really rooting for him. So Giants, look forward to the season. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if we the playoffs. Just keep on having the faith that everything will work out. And, you know, if Daniel Jones has a um, one bad game, don't, you know, don't um, think he should be kicked out. You know, just encourage him and keep faith that he will improve, keep improving and get better. And obviously... It will eventually get there if um, he puts in the work. So, Giants, look forward to your upcoming season, and, you know, the future is very bright for you. Um, Prediction-wise, I'm probably going to go, like, it's very mixed. They could even get, like, five wins, or they could get 12. Who knows? But I'm going to say that they, I'm going to say about, I'm going to say seven wins, but the range is probably, like, five to 12. I'm going to say seven wins, like, I'm third, like, I'm, Third or last in the division, who knows? It could come first, could come last. It depends how this division pans out. But you know, it's very hard to predict this division with all the um, teams being very close, talent-wise and roster-wise. So you know, anything can happen. My prediction could be way off. They could get thirteen wins and prove wrong and win the Super Bowl for who I know, for all I know. But um, that's that. So the Giants look forward to your season. It's going to be good. Now let's get to the Washington Football Team, the team that doesn't have a name yet or um, went from the Redskins to the football team. So obviously they might they might keep the Washington football team, which I don't mind. But you know, they had a very big offseason, lost a lot of players, but gained a lot of players as well. Obviously the division won it and almost knocked off the Buccaneers. Taylor Heineke with that very good um touchdown on the sideline, on the pylon. It was a very good play there. So let's get into it. So they lost Thomas Davis to retirement. Better player there, nothing too serious. And lost Alex Smith, the um Warrior who come back from his gruesome leg injury, you know, congrats on him to an amazing career. He played very good on the Chiefs and then mentoring the um, Washington QBs. Um, he retired, obviously, great career for him. The utmost respect for his recovery and what he, what he came back from, you know, that's very good there. And I lost Wayne Kerrigan, another veteran to the Eagles division rival, um, obviously with the young D-line with like Chase Young, Monty Sweat, Darren Payne, Jonathan Allen. There's no room for Kerrigan anymore, and he was getting old. You know, it's tough to see your um, one of your best franchise players in history go to a division rival, but it is what it is. It's a business at the end of the day. They lost Ruben Foster, I believe. He hasn't played, I don't know, for the last season, but he's a free agent now. Lost Ronald Darby to the Broncos. Lost Fabian Rowe to the Falcons and Morgan Moses to Francine. He went to the Jets, I believe. Then they re-signed Brandon Sheriff to the franchise tax. That's a very good pickup for him. He's a very key part of their O-line. They also re-signed Dustin Hopkins, their kicker, and the QB, Kyle Allen. I'll get to that QB situation with Tyler Heineke, Taylor Heineke, Kyle Allen, Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick in a minute. They also gained William Jackson, so that um, comes, that kind of counters what they lost in Ronald Darby. I believe William Jackson's probably a better player. Um, he came from the Bengals, and I'm looking forward to seeing him with that secondary. They also got Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, a very good veteran, um, QB, and apparently he could be the guy for years, according to Ron Rivera, Ron Boat, oh, Riverboat Ron, that's what I call him. And they have Curtis Samuel, they signed him from 
the Panthers. Good pickup there. And Am Humphreys from the Buccaneers. Two good video pickups there. They got Samus Reyes from um they signed him from the international pathway program, I believe. They were um they didn't allocate him, they actually signed him, so that is saying something, and I'm looking forward to him. That's a notable um signing there. I want to see his potential and if he gets on the field. They got Eric Flowers back with this um trading a seventh round pick to get him from the Dolphins. That's good. And they signed Charles Leno Jr. from the Bears. He was a free agent. Free agent and Bobby McCain from the Dolphins, who was also a free agent and free agent and Ricky Seals Jones. So let's get into this depth chart. So we have Ryan Fitzpatrick, then we have Taylor Heineke, Cole Allen, and even Stephen Montes, who's a young player. Now Ron Rivera said I think it was a couple of days ago that Ryan Fitzpatrick could be the guy um for a number of years or and they also have Heineke and Allen who can have the capability to be the guy as well and they can um well they might look for a guy to draft and keep him on the bench for a couple of years. Who knows? It's a very good um very big discussion and you know it could be the downfall if they don't make the playoffs or don't play well this season but who knows um running back antonio gibson i believe he was undrafted no he was second round pick and he's panned out very good Jaden mckissick Peyton barber and the new man on the draft Jared patterson and i forgot the draft but they drafted as well so they got jamin davis the linebacker um from kentucky i believe very good player samuel cosme the tackle from texas benjamin st juice the cornerback, Diami Brown from North Carolina, receiver, and Jarrett Patterson, who's a very underrated player as well. So they have Jarrett Patterson at running back as well, who might get some carries behind Gibson. And I wouldn't be surprised if he surpasses Peyton Barber and J.D. McKissick for that running back two spot back up to Gibson. Receiver-wise, Terry McLaurin, scary Terry, very good player, reunited with his Ohio State teammate, Curtis Samuel. And they have Adam Humphries as well with Stephen Sims, Cam Sims, Diami Brown, Calvin Harmon, Antonio Gandy-Golden, DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, and Dax Mill. Very depth, well, um, depthy wide receiver class there, but very good there. Very young players there, except for probably Humphreys. Tight end, Logan Thomas. And then they also have Ricky Seals-Jones with Samis, Samis Rez. Um, there, Logan Thomas, very good player last season, and he'll look to continue to develop. We also have Charles Leno Jr. at left tackle. Cornelius Lucas or Samuel Cosme starting at right tackle. Brandon Sheriff and Wes Schweitzer or Eric Flowers at guard and Chase Rullier at center. Very good offense there. Um, it's going to be a very fun offense to um, watch with Fitzpatrick if he's starting. Antonio Gibson, Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Logan Thomas. And I'll have young players like Jarrett Patterson, Dax Milne, Antonio um, Gandy-Golden, Diami Brown. I'm looking forward to seeing that offense play. Defense-wise, they run a 4-3. Monty Sweat, Chase Young on the D um, ends. Jonathan Allen, Darren Payne, and Matt Ioannidis at D-tackle. Very good D-line there. One of the best defenses in the NFL. One of the best D-lines in the NFL. Now, I also have Jamin Davis, John Bostick, Cole Hocum there also. Very good um, linebacking group there. Cornerback group, Kendall Fuller, Benjamin St. Juice, William Jackson um, there. Very good cornerback group there with Benjamin St. Juice maybe getting um, some more snaps if he improves over the season. Very potential, very good player and has very good potential. Cornerback Landon Collins, he might go to linebacker, who knows? And also have Cameron Cole and Bobby McCain, who's very good there. So this team is looking very good. Defense, probably one of the best in NFL. I wouldn't be surprised if they're the best number one D this season. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing this team play and, you know, I reckon they are probably the front runner. They're more Dallas for the um, division this season. 
obviously that defense will hold down the iron if the QB can play good. This team is going to be special, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to give them about probably 9 to 13 wins of the range. I'm going to go with about 11 or 12 wins with them taking the vision is my prediction. I think I'm going to make playoffs and give the Buccaneers and t- teams like the Buccaneers and Cardinals a run for their money. So that's that. And that was the NFC East, guys. I hope you guys did enjoy that season outlook. Um, next up, we will probably have the NFC North with the Packers, Vikings, Bears, and Lions. So I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Like this video. Comment below what you're going to see in the future. And if you enjoyed this season outlook with the NFC East, and subscribe to your channel. I'll see you next time.